This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Yeah, get all that phlegm out. So much phlegm. <laughs> oh, boy! We're up to two, James. Two! Two and three! Yeah! Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. You have the extremely good fortune of listening to Rob Cast and I, James Radio, as we rejoice about the coaching genius of one Brian Flores and the truly masterful play calling by Five Chan Gailey from Sunday's blowout by the Bay. Has this team actually turned a corner, Rob? Uh, I, as the optimist, I have to say yes. I, I mean, I, I, you don't want to get too ahead of yourselves beating a a. a beaten up team that's racked with injuries that has only beaten the two worst teams in the league. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was, that was what we wanted to see, right? Between everything, the defense, we would throw in the ball deep. Like I'm, I'm almost disappointed that in our two wins, we win by so much that the, the third and fourth quarter become boring, just running the clock out. And I'm like, just keep, <laughs> Keep going. I'm, I'm, I get. I haven't seen this in so long. Put up sixty. Go, go, man. Go. I think I'm going to. Uh, I think I'm going to pick. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to continue to pick against them because they seem to do much, much better when I pick against them. So, um, if if this was any any harbinger, although it's going to be hard to pick against them this week, but we'll get into that. But so, man, it was it was just. I, I was just in utter shock and disbelief. Like, and I'm and as many of you know, or you know, all all five of our listeners know. Um, I do live out in the San Francisco Bay Area now, so um, I was actually watching it in San Francisco. Um, at the, the there's a bar in San Francisco where uh, the Dolphins fans, uh, where a large group of Dolphins fans uh, uh, gets together every Sunday. So, so it was um, it was it was pretty interesting. It was a pretty interesting scene. Lots of lots of 49ers fans in disbelief. Lots of Dolphins fans not really knowing <laughs> what we were seeing was real. Uh, I think we were joking that we were expecting Chris Angel to come out or not Chris Angel, David Blaine to come out <laughs> like halfway through and be like, is this your card? And it's really the Dolphins are losing by three touchdowns. Aren't like, they the same guy? Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I mean, just really excellent uh, play calling from start to finish. And we'll get into the recap, but anything else you want to touch, be, touch on before we get into this, uh, this breakdown of the dismantling, of the 49ers from Sunday, Rob? I I just enjoyed it. I feel like 
I think you might have to pick against them because I'm I'm pretty sure the uh, Dolphins are listening to to our podcast. Um, not only did you give them the bullet board material, bullet the bulletin board material that that was required, but one of our biggest complaints against Seattle was they didn't throw deep against a bad secondary. And oh my lord, did they throw deep? They just came out of the gate chucking bombs, and you know you got Parker and and Williams. They could beat one on one, as we saw. It was it was fantastic, and the defense looked phenomenal as well. Um, and I, going into last going in on last week's show, I, I, I very clearly called out this 49ers team was getting healthy, um, and they're the kind of team that that matched up. I thought really well uh, with our team, and I, I thought they were going to give us uh, you know a hard time. And I was I am so happy that I was wrong. Like I can't express, I mean, Mostert looked really good, but I mean, it was, it was a boat race by the second half. Like they didn't even, there was no, no need for him to run. They couldn't stop us on defense. And that's, you know, I would like to take credit for, you know, for Flores listening to this podcast <laughs> and, and making, making five chance start to take shots down the field. But, um, no, they're, but yeah. they're no dummies. They watch the same, they watch the same Seattle game. We watch, they know what to do. I hope so. But yeah, let's, I mean, let's dive right into it. I mean, it, you hit the nail on the head. First play of the game. They took a shot right downfield to Preston Williams. Beautiful throw, beautiful catch. Um, you know, ends up leading to uh, Devontae Parker on that opening drive. Did have a bad drop, um, but no matter. They ended up getting down and getting a touchdown uh, to uh, to Adam Shaheen, a uh, new tight end for this season. And it was 7 nothing. And then the uh, the defense forced a punt. Uh, immediately thereafter, we went right back down, uh, scored a touchdown. Uh, it was 14 nothing, and then the 49ers did mount uh, one good drive to make it 14 to seven. But well, no, they didn't. They turned it over on downs before that, didn't they? Was that is? Did we force a punt, or was it was it downs that they that we got the ball back to go up 14 nothing? <clears throat> so the 14 nothing was down. So they they punted. They they gave it up on downs, and then they punted again. Yeah, either way, there was we we had a stop on fourth and short. I think that was that was leading up to twenty one to seven after that after that stop. No, 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 um, no. It, that was that was it was seven nothing when we when they when they went for it on fourth and short and we got the ball back. Oh, and went okay. Up so that led to fourteen nothing. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, I was like I said, I was uh, <laughs> not really sure what was real and what was not not real watching that game. So it, it took a while for it all to sink in. I just have grown so accustomed to watching the 49ers do that to people um, and not seeing that. I don't remember the last time the dolphins had a victory like that. The Jaguars game was, was a blowout, but was a little bit closer than that. I mean, like just like putting up 40 and, you know, having the game just be over in the, in the, by the, you know, by the, you know, midway through the third quarter, I, I don't recall the last time a dolphins team did that. Do you Rob? No. Um, there was a, I'm sure everybody saw it now. They had the 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 stat on the on the on the broadcast that that was like our first double digit win in an incredibly long amount of time. Well, the Jaguars game was the first. <clears throat> one. Oh, right, right. And then yeah, and then this one, I believe there was a Broncos game. I think in it was either Gase's first or there was the the Steelers game where they just hammered the Steelers. Remember that? That was like they kind of turned that season around. Right. Um. That was the last time I remember watching them play and just being like completely shocked by how competent they looked, um, which, uh, you know, the defense was, was amazing. Uh, the pass rush looked good. They didn't miss Shaq Lawson at all from, from what I could tell. Ogba looked like 
he was benefiting from, you know, getting more snaps, I guess, in uh, coming from Lawson's position. And uh, Van Ginkle uh, had, a, had a great play as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, and, you know, the secondary was great. Uh, getting Byron Jones back makes a, makes a big difference. Huge. Yeah. And, um, you know, Garoppolo clearly wasn't, you know, 100%, but, you know, that's uh, this is the NFL. And uh, his we, two his two picks were awful. I mean, they were they weren't even they weren't. Oh, he even, was terrible. Yeah, those weren't even I, good picks. They they were thrown right to center field. It was really bad. Yeah, yeah. I had a I mean I had a feeling like like Howard would get one. That's why I picked him in, in fantasy camp. Um, but yeah, I I figured it would be on a on a a longer throw to the outside, which is exactly where it was. Just having watched him play, I know that he can't. He he almost. He Mightily and he almost and, had I, another one on a great uh cutting in front of the guy that almost that looked would have looked just like the one he had in Seattle. So he almost had two. Yeah. Yeah, he's he looks like he's rounding out back into shape and the team looks good. I think, you know, get your you know, we talked about it like in, in the first quarter of the season was gonna gonna be kind of the preseason for this team. Um and I I do feel really good about, you know, I mean, how could you not? But I, I like what we're seeing and, and the schedule, we actually caught a break by the schedule changing. Uh, we'll talk more about that, you know, on, on later podcasts as we go through like more of our um, statistical forecasting when we get to the, through the quadrants, but that third quadrant is, uh, is much, much easier than it was uh, the last time we spoke, Rob. And now we get the jets uh, with a really good chance to go to 500 for this dolphin team, which I was not very optimistic about. Uh, last week, if you listen to the podcast, so. no, you're a doubter. You're a naysayer. One, I do want to say, since I'm normally the optimistic one, I do want to throw a little, a little cold water on the defense. Not, I mean, they're they've been playing great, so um, I don't want to take anything away from them. But I feel like this defense is made to play with a lead. When when they still they're not great at stopping the run, and when you don't know if it's a run or a pass when it's still a close game or you're behind and, and teams and a good offense can, can kind of run a play action and we're not good enough to, 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 we're not elite there yet, but, but when we're have a lead and we know they're going to pass this defense, you know, that's when they can like, you know, let the dogs loose and, uh, and do some damage. Yeah. So, I mean, just looking at the last three games under the microscope, right. They, they were, very, very good in Jacksonville. And to your point, they were, they were playing with the lead. Um, I thought, I thought they played pretty well against Seattle. That's one of the, the better offenses in the, in the NFL. Um, and they, you know, they weren't embarrassed um, except at that, that, that drive right before the end of the half. Um, you know, I thought they actually held their own and they were, you know, they were losing for that entire game. Um, and then the, uh, and then dominant, again, out here in San Francisco, granted a, a beat up team, but still, you know, that was, that was getting healthy and still has some, some real weapons, very good offensive line that the 49ers have. Their offensive line is healthy and they have some of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. Um, and we, we dominated them. We dominated on offense and we dominated on defense yeah, uh, yeah. Up front, which is we're, just beautiful to see. I'm just saying, we're still not great at stopping the run. So, Correct. you know, so that's what I mean. This team is, this defense is made to play with a lead and, and, but it's still not, you know, in the close games where, where they're, where they're running and then you're, you're selling out to stop the run. That's when the pass, that's when the pass defense has been suspect, you know, when you, when you get caught by the play action, I'm not, I mean, again, like you right. said, if they're going to beat, if they're going to beat the Patriots the next time they play them, they're going to have to stop the run. 
yes, but this is still it's all a work in progress, and to see this kind of this kind of success at at this stage of the season is is awesome. I'm I'm like I'm very excited, very happy yeah. to see the way the team. And one playing. other thing to touch on too, and this happened immediately after our podcast last week. I, I sent a tweet out for our our 38 followers. Um, was that Austin Austin Jackson uh, went on the IR. Uh, which kind of changed my my take on on Tua starting as well as the results from Sunday. Like I, I think we're I think we're back to what I kind of said at the beginning of the season, where I don't think we see Tua until very very late in the season now, because especially given the way the schedule is shaping up, um, and barring you know any other injuries, um, I just don't I I don't see Tua getting in there any sooner. But back to the original thought uh, was uh, Austin Jackson, who had been uh, playing very, very well at left tackle, our rookie first round draft pick. Um, they shifted Jesse Davis over to the left-hand side and we put our other rookie Robert Hunt at the right tackle spot. And the offensive line was phenomenal. And that's a good 49er defense, even though they are beat up, they still had no problem getting to the quarterback and they were, they did. I didn't see any, any real pass rush on uh, on Sunday on, on Fitzpatrick? He had all kinds of time. No, the so, off, yeah, the offensive line was great. And then the, so we kudos the, to them. And and you know, deep. You know, if we're you know we're losing our, our starting left tackle and having to shift everybody around, um, that's a that's a very good sign. Austin Jackson sh- should come back this season. They're saying it's not season ending, um, but uh, he's going to be on the shelf for uh, I would say at least another month. Yeah, good to ha- good to have a little depth there because we we want him playing the uh, left tackle for a long time. And that leads us into this week. So with all the COVID craziness, our schedule did change. Um, we were supposed to be playing the um, Broncos. Was it the- it was Chargers, correct? Broncos. Oh, the, yeah, that's right, the Denver Broncos. We were supposed to be playing at Denver. That is now the New York Jets, our favorite. <laughs> our our favorite team right now. So um, the Le'Veon Bell less Adam Gases are coming to town. Yes, and uh, a very very winnable game for us. So before we get into previewing the Jets game, I did want to talk about another little bit of Jet news that's uh, probably blowing up your your news feeds and your sports streams. Uh, Le'Veon Bell uh, being released by the Jets, and the Dolphins are on the short list of teams that can sign him. I'm all for it. I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying he's going to come in here and be a superstar, but um, he was, you know, one of, he's not very far removed from being one of the best backs in the NFL. He's still under 30. He doesn't have a ton of tread on the tires. Uh, If you can get him at a reasonable price on this offense with, you know, the needs that we have at the running back position. Uh, James, I I don't, I don't want to interrupt your rant. <clears throat> but uh, Le'Veon Bell has chosen the Chiefs. This is uh, breaking news, not breaking for the people listening because we're recording this at you know seven o'clock Eastern on Thursday, and uh, about fifteen minutes ago, Le'Veon Bell chose the Chiefs. Well, that makes more sense for him. I was wondering <laughs> when I saw the two teams that were on there. Um, clearly, the Chiefs are much closer to winning a Super Bowl uh, this season, um, and you know, uh, and they're. That made more sense for him to do. So, and there goes my Clyde Ed- Edwards-Alaire uh, picks for my f- terrible fantasy teams. Uh, yeah, he was looking pretty good at that that first up. Um, anyway, but well, that's kind of disappointing. Um, I that that can lead I'm, us into another. Just, 
I'm fine ahead. with not getting him. Like I, I yeah. would, I would have if the if the team felt like he was a good fit and wasn't going to be a problem in the locker room, and that and I, you know, the guy has the talent, has shown the talent. So if the, if the I'm, I'm me, I'm, I'm trusting the process. If the team wanted to bring him in, I would be excited to have him. Um, but not getting him is not like burst. That's not like I'm not going to cry. That's not like missing out on two or, or something, which would have been much sadder. Right. Agreed. Um, well, okay. So that leads us into next week. So the Le'Veon Bell less jets are coming to town. Is uh Flacco starting? He is. Okay. All right. I don't so, even so know. Joe, Joe, I, as, the Joe Flacco led jets. As, as someone, as someone who has to play the jets, who would you rather have? I guess. You, I mean, Flacco has no, no upside, right? Like Darnold is, has I'd not rather see good. Darnold cause he's so, he's he's clearly shaken right now it would be and there's way more likelihood of getting pick sixes off him than there are than there is a flacco but flacco's um, not going to throw the ball deep i mean he can't it's just going to be crowder underneath and that's it I, i'm really not worried about either one of them i just the the comedy aspect of it will be would be higher were it sam Darnold. um i agree that's unfortunate too um look at us <laughs> look at us here <laughs> we're like uh we're like new money we're we're all our, our team wins one game and we're all like poo-pooing another poor poorly run franchise um i mean it is the jets so so it is kind of fun uh, but i i don't think it makes much of a difference i think flacco probably gives them a better chance of winning because darnold's been so awful um but yeah, I don't think it, in the in the long run we should win this game. We should win it handily. If we don't, uh, I'm going to start <laughs> the negative. The naysaying is going to going to pick up again real quick. Um, well, again, um, just to level set, we're a young team. It's, yeah. we're this is the first time we're coming into a game as heavy favorites. You yes. know, I don't see this as a team that's looking past anything. But but you know, it's the NFL and anything can happen. I expect to win. I expect to cover the 10-point spread. I mean, 10-point spread, that's a heck of a line. But the Jets are terrible, and we should beat them. And, and yeah, I'll be, so, I'll be so mad if we lose. Yeah, they got – I mean, they were just for to recap their week last week. They were, they were close with Arizona for a while, and then they, you know, they, they, they ended up getting blown out in the second half and finished up 30-10. to 10. Um, You know, Flacco looks very inept, uh, not, not surprisingly. Has the eerie – uh, similarities to the uh, his his last season here with Tannehill and uh, and Osweiler, as the, oh, yeah, as the uh, the quarterback combination. So um, yeah, I'm uh, I, I don't think they're going to be able to do much from an offensive standpoint, and their defense is not good. Um, I, you know, I, I I I feel bad picking them because they haven't done as well when I picked them, but I the Dolphins are going to they should put up 31 points. And I don't see the Jets scoring more than 17 in this game. Is that your final? Are you going there? 31-17. 31-17. Yep. Uh, 38-13. Oh, even bigger. Okay. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not joking around. Be more Rob Tomistic. I see. I see how it works. Um, yeah, I don't know. So the Jets are going to be. I mean, you'll we'll see some Frank Gore. Um, their offensive line is is okay. Uh, 
they have Jamison Crowder. I don't even know who else they have at wide receiver or tight ends. Chris Herndon, I think, is their tight end. Yeah, they got this. Berrios is a guy who's got some speed. Um, Another slot guy. Yeah, former former Hurricane. And I don't uh, know. How, I mean, because I don't care about the Jets, but they had that. They had that one of the the good rookie wide receivers who's been hurt, uh, Denzel Mims. So we won't be seeing him this time. I have I have no idea how long he's out for, but obviously, you know, he was expected to contribute. Yeah, so um, it's going to be a very disappointing podcast next week if they if they don't win this game. Um, and you know, I, obviously, we both think they're going to win it handily. I, I just, I that Jets team is awful, and I've I've watched a decent amount, not a decent amount, but I've seen I've seen them play a little bit this year. They're every bit as bad as their record indicates, and every bit as bad as uh, as the highlights you're seeing. So bef- before we, before we jump to the break. Um... We didn't we didn't talk about that Howard was a healthy scratch. I mean, obviously he was only getting goal line work. Um, um, but yeah, I, I was going to kind of work that to, into the Lev Bell discussion that that got derailed. Uh, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> um, did, did you have did you have any any insight? I mean, it, it's not surprising, but the number of carries no, they were getting. Yeah, him. he's he's obsolete. Like I, I mean, I, I kind of got that feeling watching the uh, in, in the first few weeks of the season, just watching him, like and seeing you know. And it's not because our offensive line is bad either. He just looks slow. Right. Um, you know, this he doesn't fit the the pace that they want to do. Even in short yarded situations, he just seems very lumbering and and not uh, not breaking a lot of tackles like he like he seemed to to used to be able to do. That was kind of what we were sold on uh, that he was able to break tackles and, and get yards after yards after contact. And I just I didn't see any of that out of him. And with the way Gaskin and Breda are playing and and them all being healthy. I, I don't see there's I don't see any need for him. Gaskin got yeah. a got a short yardage carry and scored a touchdown easily on yeah. Sunday. Um, I I don't see any need for him moving forward. It's a waste of money, but I understand the uh, I understand the risk. I'm I'm you know I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I that's what led me to it is because the Jets. I I mean, obviously, I imagine a, a heavy dose of running, um, probably because of our big lead. But even so, you could run on the Jets, so they're going to be you know they're going to be running anyway. Man, I really hope it's Kalen Balaj that, that the Jets use against us. Kalen Balaj is a practice squad player for the Los Angeles Chargers. That's unfortunate. Yeah, he's not on the Jets. Oh, I was really looking for. Well, we do play them this year too, but he's probably not going to get in. That team's actually pretty good. We'll talk about them uh, as we uh, after we come back from the break. So stay tuned. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. 
And we're back. So uh, let's recap Pick'em from last week. It looks like I won the week again, Rob. And uh, well, for fantasy camp, I, uh, I eked out another win. So, Rob, you are 0 and 6 in both Pick'em and fantasy camp this year. So Pick'em, to me, it's a cumulative thing. So it's been close. Like we actually tied week one. You didn't win. That's right. There was there was a push. And won. then you went you went two and one, two and one, two and one. But this was a three and zero. Oh, so I needed a, to make up some ground, and I am now down ten ten uh, picks to four picks. So so you're crushing me, um, and you don't know anything about any other team in the league. So it's very annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, unfortunately, one of the teams I was right about last week was, uh, the Houston Texans. We all wanted them to lose. Uh, they were able to, uh, to beat the Jaguars pretty handily, um, and, uh, and covered, um, looks like Deshaun Watson was finally introduced to Brandon Cooks, uh, which is bad news for us. Um, finally realized he was on the team. Brandon Cooks had eight catches for 136 and a touch. Um, and Fuller had a, a decent game too. Who's that? Fuller had a decent game too. Like Watson was just spreading it. He was throwing it. Watson's good. uh, We all know that. So yeah, we knew they weren't going to go winless. Um, They should beat the Jags. Um, We'll we'll talk about their opponents uh, for this week as well. Um, But right now that draft pick that we own of theirs is is still top 10, uh, but you know, it's not, not as high as uh, as we would have liked. I'm I'm assuming it's probably going to be around the, the number 10 range for the year. They're going into Tennessee this week. And they're getting three and a half. The Titans uh, are uh, are all better from their COVID vacation, and they hammered the Bills on Tuesday night um, with uh, with Ryan Tannehill leading the charge. I think this Titan team uh, handles the Houston Texans pretty easily on Sunday. How about you, Rob? Um, I believe that that would would normally be the case, and I still think it could be the case. But we have to remember Titans. We've never seen a team coming off this short of a week that it's the same distance between a Sunday and Thursday game, but that's usually both teams on that really short week. But now that you have the Texans on a normal week and the, and the Titans coming off playing a Tuesday night, you know, we talk about the short week from a Monday night. So I don't know. I think that might've played into this line. Cause this line is crazy low, especially with what the Titans just did to the bills. So yeah, but they I, so the Titans did get to you know they they got half of that game off so yeah. <laughs> so maybe they only played half a game on Tuesday. Um, but so, so I, I, I think they I still think they win in cover. Do you are you going to take the Texans here? I'm not, but I I feel like don't you feel like like on a neutral field this is at least a seven point game like a seven point. I would think so. so yeah, it's probably so. A, I think that, that probably bears the short week bears mentioning for sure. And, and I believe, but I think the line meant like the line warrants it. So, so I don't feel as bad giving the three and a half, but it's also the NFL, you know, and tired, but, but they also were off for two weeks. So who the, who the heck knows? Right. So no Thursday night game. Thanks to all the COVID craziness. Thanks um, COVID. The first, uh, first game I have on the list is Atlanta Falcons getting four and a half at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vikings look very tough in Seattle. Atlanta just finally fired Dan Quinn. Um, I like the Vikings here. I like them to cover. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of feel like the Falcons are better than they've shown just because their offense can move the ball. But I I think Julio's he's still hurt. He's still like limited. I don't even know if he's playing this week. And the Vikings the Vikings are starting to figure it out, and the Falcons look like they're dead in the water. Yeah, they 
I mean, after the first week or two, when they moved that rookie into the slot, they've been they've been kind of crazy, crazy good. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to miss the game, but Madison, you know, is a decent enough backup that I don't think that's going to going to hurt them too much. Um, yeah, I agree. Baltimore Ravens, seven and a half favorites, seven and a half point favorites at the Philadelphia Eagles, who are not very good. Although they did play Philadelphia or they played uh, Pittsburgh tougher than I would have thought. Uh, they would have, but uh, I like I like the Ravens. In this do you game. do you know why that was? Because Pittsburgh's run defense is amazing, and their pass defense is garbage. I know you like to, you know, you like to get mad because we traded the best defensive player in the world away, but Minka's not been doing very much this year. Neither has Kenyon Drake, another person you're very mad we we got rid of. Drake's been terrible. Well, this Minka year. doesn't play cornerback; he's a safety, he's, which safeties are not very good and i'm not mad that they traded him because he wanted to leave i just I i'm i'm just get, you go on long you you've been on long rants about it and uh i just wanted to remind you that those guys are not shining right now the way they did uh when it first happened so that they, it doesn't look as bad the moves fair enough okay uh next game chicago bears the, the worst well, we did, did we pick it i mean we're just we're both ravens right is, is... we both said ravens okay. yes Chicago Bears, uh, the worst four and one NFL football team I have ever, ever seen. I agree, but at what point do we say they're they're not bad? Is I'm going to continue saying it all year. That, um, no, that they're yeah, not. Yeah, they go bad. into Carolina, who's who's overachieving as well. Carolina is also uh, overachieving. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looks good. They're uh, they're getting uh, they're they're giving a point and a half at home. Uh, I like the Panthers here. Are you gonna take the Bears? I am. I think they're terrible, but they. They seem to think they're not, and they can, and Nick Foles does Nick Foles things. <laughs> yep, so, sounds good. All right, so this is our first one. So I got Carolina, you got Chicago. And that's minus one and a half for you, right? Yep. Cincinnati Bengals uh, just got hammered um, in, uh, in Baltimore and not in the, uh, the fun getting drunk way, in the getting crushed by the Baltimore Ravens way. Um, they're getting eight going into Indianapolis, who's also coming off a loss against the Browns. Uh, the Browns team is pretty frisky. I think this line is pretty high. I'm going to go with the Bengals to cover, even though they've been not very good. I'm abstaining. The the Col- I can't. I, the Colts like Philip Rivers kills me when this Colts team should be better. When I pick them, they they just they can't cover. I, 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 so you're not, I you don't, you're not going to touch that I game, abs- but I, I, I like, abstain. I like Cincinnati to cover here, even though they've been pretty bad. I mean, that that's but, literally, they call him Joey covers. Cause Bur- oh, the, uh, up until last week, Burroughs was, even when they're playing poorly was great at the backdoor cover. Yeah. I'm, I, I would like to, I, I, this is a good segue into you. I mean, we haven't gotten to the chargers game yet, but the quarter, the rookie quarterbacks. Um, I mean, we haven't seen Tua. Herbert looks better than Burrow to me. I I mean, I'm just going to say it. I mean, I know it's only but been that, a handful of games, but I yeah, what? but that team is so much better. I mean, you it's you can't I mean, I I get it and I agree like the way he's looks, but he's playing with a much better team. That team was in the playoffs last year. No, not last year, 2 years ago. Um, oh, well they well that's right. They flirted. Yeah, you're right. They would yeah, have gotten He's Herbert got a, I mean, he's got but, a better defense and a, and an offensive line that's better than the than the Bengals offensive line. But his weapons at wide receiver are, you know, the, the Bengals have good wide receivers. Yeah, but and- Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are are very good. The 
the AJ Green is washed. They've got Tyler Boyd and and a rookie. It's not. I mean, they're not. He doesn't have bad, but 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 um, but I take Keenan and Mixon's Allen. a better running back than than what Herbert has. Up now with Eckler, that's that's. I think Mixon's better than Eckler as yes, well. Yes, but Eckler's not a bad running back, and you know what I mean. That's not like. I'm just saying that the I, what I'm saying is Herbert looks better than Burrow, regardless of the teams. Like, I mean, I know that 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 goes into it. Like, I, obviously, I'm not downplaying it. I'm just saying, like, it's not like Burrow has like it's like those are guys you've heard of on offense that he's playing with. It's not like they're, you know, I I just I, it's just an interesting observation I'm making. Like, okay. and we have we don't know what two is going to look like yet. So, I'm are you are you feeling a little uneasy? I'm feeling a little uneasy. Like that we didn't pick, we should have picked one of the him. No, not that we all. missed. That we might have missed. No, on the I would. I, I I wanted no part of 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 a bear, giving him the French okay. pronunciation. All right. Uh, next game is Cleveland Browns plus three and a half at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This should be a good game. Uh, the Browns are frisky. Give me the Browns. Oh God, I'm not going against the Browns. You're, I'm not letting you do it. Look at this. <laughs> you go Browns, Browns. You did two in a row with them. And you know what? I'd love to see the Steelers lose, so I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. The Steelers own them too, typically. So this is this could be one where you get back. You sure you don't want the Steelers? Don't want it. All right. What I want is the New England Patriots, and I'll give up those nine and a half. And so you could take them, Denver Broncos, and be. I happy. am not not doing that. So Denver Broncos getting nine and a half at New England. Uh, Drew Locke and and uh, Cam uh, Cam Newton both should be back for this game. I was going to say Cam's active, right? Yep. And is Gilmore active, or is he uh, is he still on the I COVID don't, list? I don't believe he is yet, so I'm not sure if he'll be able to play. I don't think it matters. And Locke is supposed to play in this game? I believe that's what I heard. A I lot of moving to, parts here. I'm, I like the Patriots. Those That Broncos team is not good. Yeah. Now, this I guess we would have been playing the Broncos this week, right? So... Locke probably would have been back. I at first I was mad. I'm like, are you you're gonna you're gonna rob us with the chance to play the Broncos with like and Jeff Driscoll and, yeah. and Jeff Driscoll or or uh, Mark Rippon's like paperboy or whoever the <laughs> the other guy was. I'm like, this is that's cruel. And and you're gonna let the Patriots play them in 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 their in his place. But um, I fi- I thought that this was one of those things I was gonna scream Patriots favoritism, but it turned out it didn't. No, this actually helped. This works out in our favor. I'm I'm okay with it. Um, but we both like the Patriots. Next one is the Detroit Lions giving three and a half on the road at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I like the Lions here. I do as well. I'm a believer in the Lions. I think I think Matt Stafford's underrated with Galladay, which he didn't have the first week or two weeks. Um, although I, I think this Jacksonville game is frisky. The team is frisky. Honestly, this is this is like the bad game I will have on in one of the one of the boxes on the ticket because they they're like they're both kind of you fun love to watch. Lions so much. <laughs> well, I well, I, I like Stafford and Galladay a lot, and uh, I'm invested in them for fantasy reasons. Yeah. So yeah, I like Our, the Lions as well. Washington football team plus two and a half at the New York Giants. It's what still a funny. terrible game this is going to be. Uh, give me Washington football team. Yeah. Actually, oh. No, give me Washington. I, I mean, honestly, I would probably lay two and a half with Washington, right. like because they because their defense is is kind of for real. Um, the Giant, so so that's, that's the, the the Washington football team defense is the closest thing to a functioning NFL unit in this game. Yeah, man, yeah. and and they've got oh man, if if 
if they had a quarterback, <laughs> I mean, they're really a quarterback away. They got with McLaurin and, and Antonio Gibson. They got like, those guys are exciting and the defense is insane. That defensive line. Um, yeah, but the giants are just, uh, they're the giants. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the football team. All right. Um, next one is green Bay Packers favored by a point at Tampa Bay. I like the Packers a lot in this game. Yeah, this is the game I could see the Bucks going and win, but but I they're, they're still too undisciplined. They're still they still have too many problems. So here's here's a fun little fact. So you had mentioned that you you live out in San in San Francisco area. I live in the Tampa Bay area in in Bucks land here. So I don't dislike the Bucks. They're in the NFC, so it doesn't hurt me to see them do well, right? As long as we're not playing them. So I thought, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, I thought I'd be rooting for them. Um, you know, with the Brady, I'm like, hey, let's see this happen. If Brady winning for somebody else, what do I care? As long as it's not beating us. I'd rather Brady be the reason the Patriots were good since he's gone. Um, but no, when, when I watch him play and I can't root for him, I just, I'm just, I root, I see his face and I root against him. It's, it's ingrained. I can't, I, I can't, I enjoy when he loses. I, I, I wanted to root for him and I cannot. Well, that's good. Um, I mean, I, I agree with you and having watched that Buccaneer team on uh, on Thursday night where they lost to that terrible bears team somehow, um, I didn't really instill me with a lot of confidence. I know they have a lot of injuries on offense, um, but they still, you know, Brady not knowing it was fourth down is ridiculous. That's like, so great. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, I, I just and this Packers team is good. Uh, they're they're a very good football team, um, and I just I don't see uh, I don't see this Buccaneer team overcoming that. They definitely they have the talent to. Um, I just don't see it happening. Um, next game is the Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. The line is only three in this. That's um, given insane. what we saw from the 49ers last week, I think it's very hard not to pick the rams here no there's no way i mean if the line was six you're still taking the rams aren't you yeah yeah until i see something different from the 49ers so we're both in agreement there we only have one game don't we we do because you're a coward and you won't pick the steelers well there's still time it's not like not not like i'm i'm so far behind i can i can do things like that kansas city at buffalo buffalo plus four give me the bills all right, so we got one. I'm a, I'm a, I'll take the Chiefs. I think the, um, if the Chiefs have are if, if the Chiefs weren't coming off the loss and we're like feeling good, I could say like the little extra whatever. But they're these these are both teams that are going to come out and want to make a statement, and I think the Chiefs make bigger statements than the Bills. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see the Chiefs winning. I just I think the. The Bills at home with those points. Fours. Really, they haven't been super impressive. You know, they're coming off that loss. I know, like you said, they are going to want to make a statement, but uh, it's going to be going to be a hard game, I, I think, for them. So I think it should be close. Um, next game is Arizona Cardinals, one and a half at the now Andy Dalton-led Dallas Cowboys. God, uh, I feel I feel bad. No, I mean, having lived through it, and I guess most fans, if you live long enough, live through a, a you know a franchise player going down for the season in a horrific injury. Well, not horrific like that, but at least like even Achilles, like when Marino had the Achilles. So that just sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. I can't even joke. No, I, I can't I mean, even I, joke I like or make fun of, like, of yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. He's an easy guy to root for. That was, that was awful to see. I hope he comes back. Uh, 
you know, uh, stronger than ever. That was, that was all, that was all, it was gr- gruesome. Uh, you just, you hate to see it. Um, I, this Dallas defense is terrible. Um, <laughs> I think we've, we've, we've beat that dead horse quite a bit. I think the Cardinals win this game. You know what? I'm going to take the Cowboys just because we need the third game and it's the last one. And, and I you'd just... rather have the Cowboys than the Steelers, huh? Well, well, you really want me to take the Steelers. I just like the idea of you keep continuing to lose against the Browns. Oh. All right, Steelers it is. All right. So – before we get into the break, um, I did want to. I, I do want to talk just a little bit more about the uh, the rookie quarterback situation. I know it's it's way too early to make any judgment on it. Totally understand that. Um, I just my take on on watching on on what I've seen of Herbert. I watched most of that Monday night game. It's it's kind of unheard of too. Like the quarterbacks he's playing against. Granted, you know Brady's old and Breeze is old. They're not. It's not the not the Breeze and Brady of old. But or <laughs> sorry. The word old came out a lot there, but you know, it's not the, it's not the vintage Brady and breeze, you know, that, that, that you, you know, expect to go up against, but he also went up against Mahomes. I mean, he went to toe to toe with all of those guys and lost uh, them all. What's that? And, and he lost, lost them all. Correct. Yeah. All right. He's, he's, he's still, he's still winless. Um, he just, he looks really, really, he looks really good. Like, and he's running a pro style offense. It's not like they're running some kind of gimmick, you know, spread for him. Um, he just, he looks much better than, than I thought. And he was, you know, he was a pretty highly rated prospect. You know, had he come out the year before he would have most likely been the first quarterback taken. Um, I agree. He looks very good. The arm, the arm is for real. I mean, the guy can throw the ball through, through a building. Um, and he's, you know, he's making good decisions. He's making plays with his feet when necessary. Um, yeah. So I thought he'd be garbage. He's playing really well right now um i still am okay that we don't have him it's too early to make the call i mean we have to see to a play um but i'm going into the season i was perfectly fine with how it played out but now seeing these games being played i'm 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 getting a little queasy i'm i'm willing to go perfectly fine i feel like he looks better than than burrow as well so but um, he might not be you know it might not just be Tua. like he could be the best quarterback in this draft I honestly have not watched a full game of either of them. I've watched pieces and highlights, but I'd have to sit and watch games before I make any kind of call like that. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. There, like I said, there's lots of football to be left. It's, it's premature. I'm just saying I, it's a feeling I didn't even consider having that I do now. That's fair. All right. Uh, that'll bring us to our second break. When we come back, it's going to be our favorite segment, fantasy camp. Fantasy so, camp. Stay tuned. And we're back. So this is our third and final segment of the week. And for those of you who don't normally make it this far, this is where Rob and I uh, play a little game we like to call Fantasy Camp. Fantasy Camp. All right. So to just kind of rehash the rules here, the fantasy camp is basically a game that Rob and I like to play um, where we pick fantasy football teams comprised solely of Miami Dolphins skill players. 
Um, what used to be uh, an exercise in futility has actually become quite a fun game. Um, I won last year's uh, total. Uh, this year, I'm off to a now six or wait, yes, yeah, six and zero oh start. Six and zero oh. with only five weeks. That's impressive. No, it is five and zero. Oh. Dang, still five and zero. Oh. That's that is impressive. Five and zero oh is impressive. It is impressive, but and you still have a huge point total advantage. But this week you beat me by one. By one. I, I thought I lost. I like watching the game. I thought I lost because I knew you had the two touchdowns. So I thought I, I thought I lost. So why don't you recap it, Rob? Break down, uh, break down the teams from last week. So I had the first pick. I took Parker, who had the touchdown. But he, and this was when I put in the, the the stats. I was very surprised. He only had two catches. He had the two catches for fifty yards. I'm just not used to seeing Parker with only two catches. You they were both amazing. They were oh, both yeah. great plays too. One of like one of the catches was was extremely difficult, and it came right after the terrible drop that he had. But I mean, by the second half, they were just they were so far ahead. There was no need to pass anymore. And so Parker was tied for the third highest scoring Dolphins. You came back with Preston Williams and Gesicki. Uh, Williams had the touchdown and the 106 yards on four catches. So he was the second highest scorer. Um, and Gasicki with the 91 yards, he had that 75 yard run. Uh, well, run it was a catch and run. Um, yeah, you were complaining about his run after catch. I was. And boy, did he did he make me pay? And if if he fell like 15 yards shorter, I would have won. Um, <laughs> so he was also got in the end zone. He tied he tied uh, Parker. Um, so then I came back with Gaskins, the point total winner of the week with his 18. Yeah, he was great. Because he had the touchdown, 57 on the ground, 34 in the air with five, five catches. catches. Um, yep. And then I took Isaiah Ford, who had two catches for 23 yards. Um, and you came back with Grant and Brita. Grant gave us no- gave you nothing because his one catch for six yard was nullified by uh, running for backwards 19 yards on that terrible reverse. Um, but Brita had the 28 on the ground and 31 in the air with a catch um, for, for five. And then on defense, I had uh, a Landon Roberts who had the sack um, and a tackle, and you had Howard who had the interception and a tackle. So we both got a point from our defenders. Yes point and a quarter really yeah so the, you picked first last week right I did. so you're picking first this week i'm yeah like i said i'm amazed that i won i i, I thought you had it for sure with the uh, oh and i also because we did it on thursday i had howard as as my last as my uh i guess he was my flex and he didn't even suit up and i lost by one point so yeah that hurts hurts All right. it hurts in my little heart so I pick first this week. I will be selecting Devontae Parker. That is pretty standard. So I will take... I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm taking... I'm taking Gaskins because I I have him every week because you won't you won't <laughs> take him and I won't not take him and then I'm going I'm going with Preston Williams. Good. Yeah, I, f- I figured that's what you were going to do. Well, usually I go with Gasicki, and that's when he disappears. So, yeah, I'll do uh, I'll do Gasicki. And um, I'm going to go with Brita. Yeah. All right. So you can't lock me out. Well, I'm going to spell everybody's name wrong. 
All right, so now, so now I go for two. So yep. I have to take. So I'm going to be screwed in the flex because there isn't like another good flex. Um, so I mean, I'm going to take. I guess I'll just have to take Ford and Grant. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so you so i got somebody in my flex and now you have nobody for your flex that's true i don't um which means you could take your def defender of choice since since i'm out of don't know if howard's offensive. gonna play um oof, man do i want to go shaheen or bowden you know what give me give me lynn bowden in my flex all right so I will go back. Um, well, I get to pick my defensive player. Oh, right, because you picked two. You're right. Yep. So I'm going to go. Oh, man. Give me. Uh, man, I feel like Howard's going to get another one. If the defensive guys don't score a touchdown, they don't really factor in very much in this. Case. No, I know. Well, I know. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with Howard. All right. Um, not that I was going to take him, and I don't think it's an issue. But Van Noy did show up on the injury report uh, today. Um, oh, that's not good. But I'll take Baker. Ah. Tackle machine. Um, if I don't win this one. I swear I'm going to let my cat make the picks. <laughs> Excellent. So there we have it. I'm at uh, five and zero. Oh. Um, I'm going to knock on a big piece of wood right here. I have not lost a fantasy game this year in any league, including fantasy camp. Whoa. <laughs> Just, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very, I'm very proud of myself. Uh, I hope, I hope I can maintain it. Your um, stone cutters team is pretty nice. You, you destroyed me painfully. Yeah, and I, everybody's had to deal with injuries. I mean, across the board, but I've uh, I've I've maintained nicely. I, I think Devontae Freeman should hold up until Chubb comes back for me, and my wide receiver picks were also good that I was able to uh, to overcome the uh, the Cortland Sutton problem. Uh, so I, I, I'm pretty happy with that team. And then my work league team was it was an auction draft, so this is the, only the second year I've ever done it, and uh, I, I'm surprised how well that, I got Russell Wilson for very very cheap. <laughs> and he's uh i do enjoy i do enjoy that the guy who normally shuts me up the minute i talk about fantasy because nobody cares now that he's 15 and 0 decides that the whole third segment should be devoted to his fantasy teams we are into the nonsense <laughs> segment so so I, I thought it was okay to talk about things that nobody's gonna want to listen it qu it's quite all right uh i just i'm just i have fun busting your chops no i i deserve it it is uh it is very hypocritical so the Rays are still down. Damn it! By the time people listen to this, they will, they will know that they had that the the Rays had already knocked off the Astros and are wait, awaiting the winner of the uh, Braves and Dodgers. Right now, yeah. Right now, James Radio is, is uh, very very nervous about his Rays. Uh, was hoping they would have closed them out. Don't like that they're losing in this game right now, but hopefully they can pull it off. Either way, I'm very 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 proud of this Rays team. I will say I was driving today. Um, listening to the local sports talk radio out here and they were talking about baseball. Um, and the, uh, one of the, one of the commentators who I normally like, uh, 
he's kind of an old school guy and he did not have very nice things to say about the Rays. He, uh, he said they, they reek of an expansion team and uh, they play in a circus town. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just, uh, he doesn't, he, he's not a fan of how they're doing things. And I, I was surprised to hear that because I don't understand how anybody could not be a fan of uh, the way the race <laughs> kind of do things. I'm not a fan of the owner. I don't, I'm not crazy about Sternberg. I, I don't like any of the things that he's done or any of the things that he stands for. Um, but as far as like the, the, you know, the GM and how the team's built and the manager and the players, I, I love that team. Well-run organization. I agree. Um, yeah. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll have the, you know, that'll be over and uh, we'll be talking about wrapping up the world series the next time we're done. So let me ask you, what did you enjoy Tuesday night football more than you are missing Thursday night football? Where, where, where is it? How did the how did the scales balance for you? I honestly didn't watch any of it. I was watching. I was mainly watching the, the baseball game. I didn't watch it either, but it's nice to know it's there. <laughs> I would rather have Thursday night football. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I'm not really crazy about Thursday night football either. So. Um, I, I mean, it'd be great to have football every day of the week, but I, I do rec- I recognize the, the limitations there. So um, I think I, I just want Thursday, I, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday football. I'm okay with Tuesday and Wednesday being no football. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I mean, that would be awesome, but I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's doable. Um, what did I? I did want to touch on last week uh, that the Dune movie that we were so excited about has been. Pushed back. I think we. I think I did mention that actually last week. I mean, um, all movies have been pushed back. It's just right, right. I finished. Uh, I finished Black Sails on uh, on Hulu, the pirate show that you refused to watch. Yes, uh, it was. I. I just have to say, it was incredible. Like it, that show had no business being as good as it was, and the way it tied up all together was. Oh, it, so it ended. Ended. Yeah, it ended. Ended. I was. I was wrong. It is. It is over. Um, but yeah, just a, a fantastic show. Like the ending was. Did the, the, the dragon kill everybody? No, there's no dragon. Um, oh. Yeah, no, it actually ended in a much, much, much more cohesive way than uh, than now. What, Game of what did that? What did that originally air on? Um, I can't. I remember when it came out. Was it? Was it like a an FX? Stars. Oh, stars. So is it like bloody and 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 nudity and gory? And yeah, lots, lots of violence, lots of nudity, lots of like political you know twists, right. and, uh, you know intrigue and stuff like that. There's also, interestingly enough, like for, you know, for people who are, you know, into pirate folklore and, and stuff like that, it's, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of the characters are based off of actual pirates. Like Blackbeard is there and it's tied pretty closely to, you know, what they, you know, what is known about him. Um, and then it's, you know, kind of a lot of his disciples that were um, running amok in the, uh, in the Caribbean and based out of Nassau. Um out of the port of Nassau in the, the 1700s. So it's, uh, you know, a lot of other you know, dr- less known pirates that you might have heard of, Calico, Jack Rackham. Dr- um, Dread Pirate Roberts. And and Bonnie. Dread Pirate Roberts is not a real, actual pirate that existed, Rob. Uh, how did we both it's, know uh, his name? It was, like I said, it was a very good show, very well written, very well acted. Um, the action sequences were great. There's no CGI, so it's all actual, you know, ships that are blowing up and, like, live sets um, yeah, it's really, really, you know, if you have the time, it's, it's all on Hulu, um, all four seasons. Uh, I, I burned through it in about a, you know, couple months. It was pretty great, pretty, pretty great. And then I started raised by wolves on HBO max, which I can hate. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, Raised by Wolves is awesome. Have you started that yet, Rob? I haven't. It's, uh, it's on the list. <clears throat> I haven't heard enough about it to know whether I want to invest my time in it. Um, First episode was excellent. Um, I, I really like the premise. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know how familiar you I, are. I have it. an idea of what it's about. Yeah, it's, it's Ridley Scott. So it's, you know, it looks amazing. Um, you know, it has, uh, I, I think, I don't, I don't, I don't think we've ever actually discussed Prometheus and what a terrible, terrible movie that was, but Never um, saw it. Prometheus looked great. Like it looked amazing. Like the way it was shot. Like I really, really liked the way it looked and, and felt. Um, this show is, it, it has similar, you know, visuals and, and, um, you know, kind of a, a feeling to it. Uh, but the acting and the writing is, is uh, at least in the first, much, much better. Um, and it's, it's the basic premise is it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, just the plot is it's two robots that are sent off of earth, um, to start a new colony. So the robot, the, the female robot, they're called mother and father. The female robot is able to gestate actual human babies and raise them. Um, so it's about, so she has like, they have six children to start with. Um, and then th throughout the first episode, you kind of see, uh, like it kind of jumps back and forth throughout time. Um, not in the first episode, but I can kind of tell that's where they're going with the show. Um, so, I mean, it does jump back and forth in the first episode, but not, you know, a lot, but I can tell in the show, it's probably going to jump a lot around. Um, it, it's very interesting. Like, so the, the the reason they had to leave Earth or the reason they've left Earth was uh, the whoever had funded this mission, who we don't know yet, sent them off uh, off world because uh, Earth had been overrun with religious zealots. So this they are you know and robots they weren't allowed to have humans raised by robots or humans grown by robots. Um, so that's kind of what the 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 impetus for this experiment was. So she's raising the the mother robot is raising them to uh, uh, as strict atheists. So that's the uh, kind of the premise. <clears throat> Judging by the title, I don't know if we can trust Mother. Correct. Yeah, I think, I think there, might be, uh, <laughs> there might be some, some, some trust issues that, that do arise from this. Um, but it's, uh, so, it was excellent. As far as my nonsense, speaking of HBO Max, uh, I was never one that was going to pay for like the DC streaming service but now that it's no. an hbo max i started uh i started doom patrol the other day uh it's actually quite fun uh i really enjoyed it so is that far. live action yeah yeah live cool. uh live action's got a a pretty good cast there has well, at least like like brendan frazier plays the robot man but that guy like alan tuddick i don't know how to say his name but he looks like our friend jamie um <laughs> He's he plays like the bad guy. Oh, and Pierce Brosnan is is like the the mad scientist that's helping all the. It's good. I enjoy. It. It's like silly. It makes. Is it in the Is it in the universe of like Justice League and all that? Like... Yeah, it actually has like in the. I think only the second or third episode, like a young cyborg who's trying to make a name for himself in Detroit, so so he can be make it to the Justice League uh, shows up. But Justice League wouldn't have existed when he was young whatever just it's it just just go with it 
it's all right man whatever okay so it's so it's a it's one of those dc things where it's supposed to be tied to the movies but the movies don't really it's not tied to the movies it's in the it's in the but it's in the universe it's like it's not the same Got guy it. okay so it's not tied to the to their yeah their it's not that cyborg it's that same but it's cyborg it's him and his father and all that but it's not tied to some magic cube and any of the other stuff Got it. Um, so this this happened to me this week, and I would like you to be aware of it because it was a huge pain in the ass for me. Um, but my my PlayStation Network account was hacked. Oh, yeah, and I didn't I didn't realize it. Um, and they they had hacked in long enough to change the email that was associated with the account, so I wasn't even able to reset it. So I had to create a whole new PlayStation Network profile so- for myself. Um, you don't luckily you don't have a credit card or a paypal uh, assigned to it i did but bank of america caught all of the transactions they were trying to make so none of them actually went through but they they had they had racked up like you know i think well over almost a thousand dollars worth of charges of things that they were trying (laughs) trying to get through um so you know by the time i found out about it i was how the hell do they even get like i don't even know what i don't even know what my email and password are for that yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> so I had to. So anyway, I ended up losing, um, you know, some of my saved game data, which which sucks. Obviously, I didn't lose any money, which is good. Um, did have to get a whole new debit card, which sucks. Now, do um, you, do you buy games? New, do you buy the games online, or do you buy the physical discs? I I have both. It affects. It actually affected both of them for me because it was tied to my EA account. Ugh. So my EA account had to be reset because it was tied to the profile that I had to delete. So. So they couldn't uh, give it back to you. They had to delete it. What's that? They couldn't like unhack it and give it back to you. So I was there's that's another thing that their support is not 24 hours. And I, it was like all chat bots and stuff oh, like that. So you just I, like cancel this. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. So um, so I just ended up. But, you know, I was like, it'll, it'll be easier for me to just create a new profile because I like I couldn't even because I can only watch HBO Max on that on the PlayStation because God forbid you can watch it on anything else. Um, oh, my God. Are you going to complain about this every week? We all are <laughs> well, I'm just saying my, my PlayStation account was hacked, so I couldn't even watch it because I couldn't log into the network. So, yeah, it was uh, it was frustrating, man. I, I'm just warning you all. So, if you are, you know, heavy PlayStation users. Be mindful of your of your PlayStation oh. Network accounts. I'm sure you need to be mindful of your Xbox accounts as well. Um, so I don't, I haven't purchased a disc in forever. I just download my games. Would I would I lose all my game? I would lose all my games if I had to delete my account and start over. Sure, uh, yeah, if you, I mean for your EA stuff for sure. Well, no, I uh, mean like I I don't when I buy I buy the games off the PlayStation Store on from my account. Yeah, same. That's that's what I'm saying. My yeah. Madden was was digital. My uh, NBA 2K is digital. Like all of so like you the, have to rebuy was, those. I didn't have to rebuy the games. Like oh, you still okay. still have this. I still have the software, but your saved information that's associated with your profile. Like my season was lost. Gotcha. Because that's all in the cloud. They don't do it locally. Correct. Yeah. So even my so I have so I have I bought the actual physical disc for NHL 20 because it was on sale. Um, so that's why, so I had the actual physical disc for that. And even that, like, even that saved like franchise data was, was lost. It's okay. I mean, (laughs) yeah, no, that sucks though. Problems, but you know, (laughs) it was just, uh, just, I was surprised at how difficult it was to, I really, I just wanted to watch raise my wolves. 
that's like that's that's all I was trying to do, and I couldn't I couldn't access it because because you won't buy a twenty dollar Chromecast and just plug it into your computer. And I, well, I will now. I mean, yeah. This this was the last push I needed. I guess. I mean, I can't off. get you to buy a headset mic so I can hear you clearly on the podcast. I, I so told you <laughs> I was shopping for one, and I almost put it in my cart. So next week you can expect the sound quality to be superb. There you go. But that's a, that's probably a good place to end. Now I think we've been we've been ranting along. Unless you have uh, anything anything else you want to rant on about, Rob? No, we're right at we're right at the marker, and uh, and I'm hungry because I have to do this at dinner time for you. Fantastic. All right, guys. Hopefully the Dolphins get to 500. Hopefully the Rays pull off a win tonight. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much.